Welcome back to the Over Undertaker podcast, December. It has been almost a month since I've gotten to you guys. It hasn't been a month, so don't don't rag me on what uh, too late or whatnot. I know I'm not because I don't get a lot of feedback, a lot of fan feedback from the show. But that is totally fine because I'm doing my thing. Finding a groove, whatnot trying to live the life of a podcaster it's very hard when there's the truth there's not the truth and there's everything but the truth like the far end opposite of the truth and that is what i'm trying to fight fight the demons of the lying you know arbitrational factors that come into doing a podcast it's it's not it's not easy it's not fun trying to bring you guys some funness and uh some uh, you know ease your mind when it comes to hearing about sports or whatever it may be but that's just how it is i was you know it's easy to look at the news however it may be and think what you hear is the truth but on here nothing but the truth for that fact for that factual reason of just trying to you know be right and be kind to you guys and it's not just goes without saying that the truth will always find its way to the facts and whatnot and mix itself up in reality because there's nothing but you know sadness out there when it comes to sports these days everybody wants to pick a side but whatnot and that's just not how it's gonna go around here so let's just get into it Shohei Otani wins the MVP it's been going on it that happened as we took a little break from each other and whatnot but back here over undertaker podcast it is a pleasure to do this and have fun and have facts and have different things shohei otani best dual threat baseball player we've seen in a couple of decades a couple of you know stints in the mlb between you know decades and whatnot babe ruth people relate him to babe ruth whatnot Guy throws gas, 102, on the on the record going that he threw the fastest pitch thrown by a Japanese player ever in the major leagues. Shout out to you. There's been a couple of guys from Japan in the league throwing baseballs. So however it may be, and it's fun, Hoshoho Otani was in the news with Stephen A. And Stephen A. put his name out there and said he can't be the face of baseball guy can't speak a lick of english just spit it out maybe he can maybe he could say hello how are you doing whatnot fastball curveball splitter change up slider home run whatever and it is in his vocab the guy Stephen a said he couldn't couldn't be the face of baseball because we don't want a translator every time the guy walks out onto the field and you know gives a speech when he throws a no hitter or whatnot uh in the home run derby or however it may be world series mvp soon enough i'm sure Shohei Otani will do a lot of things, but for that, for, to his standards, the guy is has no ceiling. The guy has no, no restraints on that guy holding him back. He's the best player in baseball, hands down, because he does both. That's just a fact. I mean, 40 home, 40 plus home runs. What more do you want? The guy gives delivers for his team. Mike Trout took a dive and was out most of the year and did not play 
Anthony Randone, a guy who's won a World Series, was not playing as well. So you can't really base Shohei Otani's production, you know, off of a real, you know, having real live like impacts or like because because the Angels were not bet the top team in the MLB this season. They didn't make the playoffs. So you can't say he's over the top great if he can't get his team to the playoffs. But he was he, he was even shut down this year for having some, you know, some miscues and some, you know, some rehab stuff going on with his arm because the guy throws 102 every other day, bullpen sessions and whatnot, and then he goes out and hits 40-plus home runs, and what more do you want from him? But as I was saying... Mike Trout wasn't there. I'm sure a lot of his production drops off if Trout's there because he doesn't need to show up every night and do his thing. You know, who who doesn't want a guy that shows up even when you're second best player on the team or best player on the team have it be Mike Trout isn't there, whatever it may be. But that is that. Shohei Otani, I'm sure, will win another MVP soon enough. I say three years or less again. I'm sure the Angels will be back. Noah Syndergaard is back. He's with the Angels next year coming off a... Uh, five years four years stretch where he hasn't thrown a base three years stretch where he hasn't thrown a baseball productively more than once in a game and Noah Syndergaard he will be back I'm sure shout out to Thor Noah Syndergaard joining the Anaheim Angels Los Angeles Anaheim Angels however you want to split that down the middle aside from that some baseball stuff people have been getting signed and whatnot and players have been getting this and that and Max Scherzer leaves to the Mets, gets a bunch of money. Thank God if he's in the Padres division in the NL West because this is a San Diego guys podcast out in San Diego. Let me know how it sounds when I deliver my speeches, my my little spiels about being a San Diego fan and not trying to get entangled with, you know, everything else because it's easy to, you know, just give your take on other fan on your team stuff and everybody else is just you know wanting to hear other things or have it maybe a variety of things so just with that uh cory seager also leaves the dodgers thank you cory seager he will be in texas now with the rangers 320 for 10 years that's a lot of money as well people are throwing money around like it's freaking dog food dude like honestly it's crazy that these guys are getting a bunch of money and we might not we might not even have a spring training year. So hopefully these guys can stay healthy because the MLB is in a lockout phase where there are players that want some money. There are people that want different things. They want patches on jerseys and hats and whatnot. And they want different rules. They want more teams in the playoffs or whatnot. If they do, don't know the group of players that would prefer to have more teams in the playoffs. I'm sure it's those mid-level teams that miss the playoffs on the outside looking in Padres for most of the latter half of the season you know have it be the Mets that were you know up and down almost in the playoffs and then they weren't just different things so about that the over undertaker podcast is back on Spotify and if you need to find me I will be on Snapchat shout out Snapchat thanks for letting me post my stuff and get some information to people so they can go on. on Inst- I'm on Instagram as well, trying to get my word out. Small-time podcast, hoping to become big. Never know. We'll see. Football is in full effect. The halfway point passed just the last week and two weeks ago, whatever. And the best team in the league will, I'm sure, 
show off its guns and be in, you know, be all in, I'm sure, on a late playoff push to seal whatever they have left to get, you know, the top playoff spot, whether it may be a buy, whatever it is. Everybody wants a buy, right? The best team in the league. I will give my take on the best team in the league after I tell you that. Patrick Mahomes is back. Aaron Rodgers is back in full form. It seems they took down the Rams last week at home in Lambeau. That game was an up and down game. It doesn't how it showed if you were coming into the game late. It was an eight point game. It was eleven point game with two minutes left. Rams come down and take a field goal. They needed an onside kick to get the ball back to hopefully tie if they could. That didn't happen. Aaron Rodgers goes to his bye week. And the rest is history for now. Nine and two. Nine and three. The Packers, they look like they're back. And Aaron Rodgers could make a MVP front, you know, not front runner, but MVP discussion toss up right now as it comes to Aaron Rodgers, you know, Patrick Mahomes is right there. Kyler Murray hasn't been playing. Shout out to Kyler Murray. I'm out in Arizona and I am looking. You know, I am I've just passed the stadium last night. I'm in Arizona vacationing, so I'm gonna go through this fast and fun. The Over Undertaker podcast on Anchor, straight to Spotify. So next on the dock, we will be talking about Spider Man dropped its trailer. As I took, you know, a month break off-ish to try and gather my thoughts and some stuff. So I will be back with the Over Undertaker podcast, hopefully religiously, every other week or so. So, Spider-Man, he's back. Seems like everybody else is coming with him. The movie part of this, I will skip on after I'm done with just this minor briefing about how the day is going to go in the Over Undertaker podcast. Some bets will be thrown out at the end of the show. If you're out in Arizona Anywhere you can bet Vegas, the Vegas betters of the world, whatnot, have it may be on whatever app you are on betting. Hopefully one day I can get a betting app going and I could get some technology-esque, you know, some mindful things to go through it. And, you know, if that's the route I want to take or whoever's taking it, you know, I'll piggyback. Let me know. But we will be discussing Spider-Man, how that movie No Way Home comes out December 17th. If you're a bigger fan or whatnot, December 16th, the day before, every time, I'm sure everyone knows by now the midnight premieres that are turning into, you know, 8 o'clock premieres or whatnot, 3 o'clock the day before, they're having showings. I don't know why. There's people out in the day working, but that's how you get money. That's how you're making your money back, Disney. But Sony, shout out to you too. And whatever, Spider-Man is back. No Way Home drops December 17th. I will be giving a little minor briefing on that later on for the geeky, sporty fans. And we will be going through different segments to try and find out, you know, not just what I was, not just what I want to talk about, but what you want to talk about. We will have some minor college coaches departing their teams. Brian Kelly takes off to LSU, the U. And not the real you, but yeah, you. And he's taken off from Notre Dame. Ah, a lot of tears as he departs and goes on to a new, better, you know, a, a different setting. You know, for my Notre Dame fans, I 
I became a Notre Dame fan after I, you know, got back into my little churchy going life. I'm going to be honest, you know, Notre Dame, uh, big, big time fan, you know, when it comes to the players. But so I won't be that guy who roots for them every time they in the number one discussion, top 10 AP rankings or whatever, 25, whatever it may be. I will be giving a briefing on that small little take after the MLB talk makes its way through this through this podcast we will be talking about where your favorite burger spot is whether it be on the road on vacation or at home whatever let me know what you like to eat you know when you're on yo when you're on your burger binge and whatnot so we'll be getting back into that we'll be getting to the cowboys taking down the saints last night and some football picks at the end of the show but back to the nfl who's the best team in the league you know you go down the list maybe the cowboys aaron Rodgers, maybe maybe the chiefs you know maybe the chiefs are back the rams look like the best team in the league for a while the bills have been up and down they took down the saints last thanksgiving last week thanksgiving the patriots are making their case possibly for you know, team of the year because there's no Tom Brady on their team anymore. It's it's Mac Jones taking the helm and he's done nothing but win. He's you know they they have reeled off six in a row. They're playing great. The Cardinals haven't had their team and they've been winning with Colt McCoy, a former Heisman finalist. But back to those Bills, ah. You know, they're up and down. They just lost Jadavius White, their best corner, probably a top three, five corner in the league, defensive player, whatever you want to call them. They look like they could make a run. I have them in the Super Bowl, but as it goes, perhaps maybe not. Their team's a little, a little dicey, can't really run the ball. Their best runner is Josh Allen. You don't want Josh Allen being your best running back unless, unless you got that scheme and unless it works for you, but... He takes hits like no other, and I don't think the Bills would take having a chance to lose Josh Allen without some compensation. You know, they got Matt Barkley there or whatnot. Cool, but Josh Allen, he plays all out. That's all you want. But however, however it may be, the Bills looking down on a playoff spot they are a game behind the Patriots in their division. How, no one saw that. I didn't see that. Patriots. Bills Monday night. That That's at 6.15. Wherever you are, if you're on the West Coast, that's what time. 5.15 if you're in California. 6 if you're here in Arizona. Going down the list. The Ravens and the Steelers got a big game. The Steelers look like they're ready to pack their bags. Ben Roethlisberger may be ready to pack his bags and go to Canton, but... It came out this week. Chase Claypool from the Pittsburgh Steelers, Notre Dame. Woo! Shout out to you. Clay, Chase Claypool directed a message to the team, to Mike Tomlin, the coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, that maybe he wants to play some music at practice, have it be a better setting. It it wouldn't hurt. Five and five. You know, play some inspirational Tupac, whatever it may be. Get Get your guys back on the same page. They still got a chance. The AFC West looking like a 
toss-up right now. Every team has the same record in their division except for the Chiefs, who are number one, who are leading their division at 7-4. and four. We'll see if they can make a run. The 49ers are back. Debo Samuels made his case, you know, for, you know, most lethal weapon outside of a number one. Because he, he's a number one on their team, so it seems they're only number one on the 49ers, so, and that could be a number one on another team. We'll see. But the Dolphins taking on the Giants this weekend. Tua's could make a case for possibly a comeback player. Maybe not a comeback player, but, you know, he's you know he's a guy that's been banged up his whole career. These last two years he's been in the league. You know, maybe not a comeback, but the guy's making plays. The guy's making his case possibly for, you know, the number one job, you know, secured because he can't secure a spot on his team so it seems it seems that his name's always in discussion for Deshaun Watson trade earlier this season you know Fitzpatrick had the team last year most of the year and it just seems you know to uh I don't know if they just stick with him I'm sure his mindset will change you know he plays all out you cannot knock him for playing all out every time but to uh, the Dolphins they're at five and seven they might not have a chance to make the playoffs but we'll see it's up in the air right now they're just gonna make win a couple more games and they'll be right in it the eagles just chopped a game to the giants in metal life in the metal in the metal field so i don't know the 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 jets the jets and the giants you know they're making that the they're making that team you know that that city just you know spin on its head and you know not a lot of people expected anything from them but you know, they're in New York, you know, the highest, you know, they, they got revenue out the wazoo out there. So, you know, that doesn't mean it always translates to good teams, even though you're getting a lot of fans and you got a lot of big fan base. So every, every, all the sports fans know that. But the Cardinals, the last team, you know, that no one's talking about, you know, outside maybe the Bengals who have been playing beating every playoff team that's in the playoffs right now they beat them basic not all of them but you know the Bengals are right there in the division the Ravens hold the hold a game lead on that division the Bengals hold the tiebreaker as of now so but the Cardinals they're right there Kyla Murray hasn't been playing so you cannot knock their team for you know maybe not being the team at nine and two that you just say can beat everyone and they're just you know having some lucky wins or have however it may be some miscues from other teams is why they have a nine and two record they're winning with colt mccoy and they're beating bad teams sure but with a backup quarterback they're doing what they're supposed to do i guess when that's happening you just take what you can get and you you know you earn your respect how for however many games you win and then you know if you lose everybody spits on you everyone's mad at you or whatnot so cardinals Hoping to make a game, game time decision for D Hop and Kyler this week at Chicago. We'll see what they got. They see, we'd see if they can cook up a win and get to ten and two, take that division, and and not look back. The Rams are on their tail. The Rams are hosting the Jaguars at home in L.A. Where the Chargers, who are also reeling a bit, you know where they reside. You know they're wearing out their welcome in L.A. I mean, you never know. I guess they're, I guess if you're not losing at home every week, it's not you know wearing your welcome out. But 
the Chargers just dropped a game two to the Broncos, who they were supposed to beat, but who really gives a crap, right? You know, in this league, you don't get nothing, nothing easy. And I'm sure being the other guys in L.A. for the Chargers, you know, it doesn't really matter when you got a franchise quarterback. But that franchise quarterback not only has been burning me in fantasy, but he doesn't beat a lot of good teams. His record says so. He's only beaten three teams now in his career with a winning record. Half it may be four with the Patrick Mahomes-less team last year in Week 17 against the Chiefs where the Chargers were able to win that game. But the Chargers... They got to make a case. They are looking like a team, you know, who, you know, they're up and down and they know they don't have all their weapons there, but they're still in it. So you can't knock them either. They're right there. San Diego. I'm just going to call them the San Diego Chargers because a piece of your heart is a piece of that team is still there in your heart when they leave and you are just, you know, have it maybe with the Rams when they when they left St. Louis, you know. Maybe they could flip a coin and St. Louis can get the Rams back and Chargers could take their stadium or vice versa. You know, San Diego's building a, team, a stadium out there for the Aztecs here in San Diego. Not for the Chargers. I guess you know where that goes. You know how that story ends or is still spiraling to be. It seems the Chargers couldn't get enough money or enough, you know, enough you know leadership from their fucking owner dean spanos who just wants to do whatever he wants their gm whoever whatever he wants goes dang he he's a dictator at, at to say the least because if they're building a team for the aztecs but they can't build a team for the chargers and at the time the chargers couldn't even get anybody else to vote on a stadium outside of the area the area code like honestly it's kind of or out of outside the zip code they weren't letting everybody in san diego vote for that so i get it san diego fans are pissed the ones that are still there they still care obviously the ones that are in la the rest of them don't really care the ones that are that are still here they they just wrote them off they don't give a fuck but have it maybe the chargers are still on the cusp of maybe a playoff push the cowboys are right there the Lions don't seem to be doing anything this year. They're at 0-10-1. and Hey, that one game, though, if you got it on your schedule or on your calendar, on your record, it's not a loss. So, you know, tough times in Detroit, but that's how it is. I will be giving my over-unders on the games that I'm picking in that. And on Sunday for the NFL games, we will be getting back into a little bit of baseball talk. The Padres have not signed a big name yet. If you're out in San Diego, hoping for that, we'll see. The Yankees waiting to deliver, possibly. They haven't signed anybody else. Yeah, I've, I haven't seen anyone in their you know, discussion. Maybe Carlos Correa is picking between the Yankees and the Cubs. I saw that news sort of open up. Hopefully Carlos Correa for Red Sox fans, because as I mentioned on this show before, you know, my grandpa always told me, F the Yankees, Red Sox all the way, how in the simple terms, but that's just that. And the Red Sox haven't made a push yet for anyone. They just recently signed James Paxton. So, um, you know, however it may be with that, Red Sox fans, 
they got a lot of look lot to look forward to. Their team, you know, was in it all year, almost made it to the World Series. No one expected that. So, you know, it's tough times out there. It's tough times to be signing a lot of guys when you don't got a lot of money. I so they say it's it's a hundred dollars for a hot dog and a beer at a game, but they ain't got they ain't got enough money in their pockets, I guess. We'll see. Back to the NFL. The Chiefs host Denver Sunday night. I'll give the over-under taker take on that game. The over-under bets, what I'm looking at, probably can't bet it. If I could find a casino or something out here to bet, ah, hopefully I can make my way there. As the over-under taker, I've detailed a minor little betting betting proposition I would like to take up on. You know, Hopefully I can get that you know, figure out whatever it may be the next coming year or month or so, a couple months. But best burger joint that will be going through that at the end of the show, whatever you guys like to eat when you're out there searching for a burger, the chilies of the world, you know, they still got some good burgers. Fred's out there in California. Don't know a lot of places outside of that in and out, always delivering. But get to that at the end of the show after i give the spider-man take spider-man no way home drops at december 17th as i discussed earlier spider-man's back green goblin's back as the trailer depicted jamie fox is back william defoe is back alfred molina's back no introductions needed for them Tobey Maguire, possibly Andrew Garfield. We'll see. Hopefully that movie delivers. I'm sure it will. Every Spider-Man movie, basically every Spider-Man movie outside of Spider-Man 3 has delivered. Delivered on the the edginess, the the fun, the funness of Spider-Man, who he is. It's it's hard to it's hard to love Spider-Man. You know, if you're an adult, right? It's Spider-Man, right? I mean, if you're a geek, sure. Spider-Man, for me, has always been an icon because I used to watch him when my aunt was cooking. On Saturdays, I'd be watching him for a couple hours. And I never knew, you know, he meant more to just the geekiness and whatever it may be. You know, he's a he's a hero. He's a superhero. He's a child, almost, you can say. So it's it's hard, I bet, when you're making that Spider-Man movie to separate you know, re, you know the adultness of it all. I'm sure, but it's fun. It's Spider-Man. That movie drops December 17th. I will be giving a Spider-Man podcast when that movie comes out. All about Spider-Man. Should be fun. The NFL picks coming up next on the show, and then we'll be getting to the best burgers around. I'm ranking my best three burger spots that you have to try, regardless if it's not a burger burger spot that everybody would you know be on their top you know burger destinations around the world or in their city but for me the ones you can't go without i will be given that at the end of the show after i give the over undertakers on the football picks first we got i'm just gonna go chargers Bengals. the over under i'm gonna take i'll take <laughs> I'll take the Chargers in that game. I picked him to win in my football poll. Doesn't mean a jack smack, but the Chargers. I'm taking the Chargers in that game. The over-under is 15.5. I'll take 
the under. I'll take 40. I'll take 45. I'll take Chargers 25-20 in that game. I'll take Justin Herbert on a late, late drive to hopefully seal the game for them. Charger fans, I'm sure will be watching that game wherever you are in the world. Got a lot of Charger fans out there, a lot of Charger friends. So look for that game. The other game, uh, you know, if it seem if it seems that the Colts and the Texans, if that's the that's a game the Colts need to win to stay in it. So I'll take the Colts in that game by ten. The over under is forty five and a half at Caesars. I'll take the over. I'll take thirty. Take thirty five. Thirty five thirteen. That game in a in a blowout i take i'll take the colts i think jonathan taylor is going to run over the texans i think he'll make his case again for maybe offensive player of the year they don't usually give it to a running back unless you're lt so have it maybe texans colts in that game over under is 45 taking the over at 48 the next game the game everyone's looking for i mean on the dock However, it may be Patriots at the Bills Sunday night. It's supposed to be cold there. It's Buffalo. It's supposed to be 35. It's in New York, but whatever. That over-under is 42 and a half. I will take the over on that game. I'll take the Bills by 5, 30, 25 in that game. I think Josh Allen has a couple touchdowns, and I think the Patriots... Patriots Bills play conservative defensive game until the end. I think the Patriots, I think the Bills go on a late run on offense to take the game. The Bills taking a late push in that game, and Josh Allen takes over the game late. Mac Jones has a decent game. I think both teams beat each other up pretty good. I think the running game will be big. I think the Bills will open it up. I think. Mac Jones will have a couple touchdowns, maybe a touchdown and a run, maybe a running touchdown. I call it a running touchdown. It's a tough defense to run on, but I will take Mac Jones on a nasty, ugly QB sneak to tie the game late. And then Josh Allen goes on a late run. I'm calling a safety in this game. I'm calling a heavy, heavy hitting game. I think the Bills have a lot to prove. I think they'll win this game, and I think they'll make their late playoff run. And last but not least, as I discussed Best burger around. Best burger place you've been to. I want to know. Just a small detail, however you can find me. The in and outs of the world. The chilies of the world have a great burger. I don't know. You know, there's a lot. So, I mean, that's just small. Fred's out there in San Diego. Had it a couple times. So, best burger around. It's not McDonald's. That's for damn sure. Phil's, I guess, has a good burger, too. It's okay. A lot of burger, a lot of burger places out here in Arizona. Try Bubba's; it's a pretty bomb place in Arizona. Peoria, Glendale, however you want to call that, on the outskirts, right smack dab in the middle of them. My top three that I can't, that I could live without, probably a cheeseburger, you know, once a month or something. But In and Out, top three for me. I'm not gonna say if it's top three. Chili's always has the go-to. I just don't. It just always has that taste. You know, when you go to Chili's, you don't really eat. If you don't eat it a lot, you're just like, eh. 
you could go without a lot of things. But Chili's got a bomb burger. The bacon burger there is to die for for me. It's just a, you know, a natural, uh, you know, landing spot if I'm around any town and just easy to drop in on, you know. For me, Chili's got a good burger. It's a go-to. You know, they got Chili's in almost every state, right? So, Monk Allen's burgers are pretty good, too. But Fred's in San Diego, you got to try it. It's always, you know, it's got that bun, that nice taste to it. Got put some smack, put some barbecue on that thing, and you know it's golden. They got the best fries around, the best shakes around. You can just go to them all the time, and In and Out takes the number one spot for me. The best burger around. You could debate it if you want. You know, it's always it's always fresh to me. Maybe not all the time, but it always it always hits. So In and Out. In and out, just got the fries to go with it. Compliments it well. It's you know it's a go to, you know almost everywhere. You know just it's a burger that I always go to see if I can go without a burger. And I see In and Out sitting around, hanging around. I'll always hit it up. And it's just you know it suits. It's a soothing feeling. You know eating that In and Out burger, ditching the bun if you're on a low carb diet, putting some lettuce on there and whatnot. I'm the, I'm a little bitch when it comes to eating burgers to a premium standard but in and out number one just of course there's other places out there you could go with go without you know go with or go without but for me that's how what it is and i will be back aside from that i will be back with the over undertaker podcast whenever i find it and whenever i have the juice ready to flow I will have some more NFL news as we go with late into the season, some college football. I don't always, you know, I, I haven't watched college football a lot this year. I'm slacking. Just letting you know. But I will be back on my college football game, my basketball game. It's taking a left turn, politician or a politician way left field turn. But that's that. I won't get into it today. LeBron still the best player in the world whatever you say that's just for me it's hard to assess see it's hard to assess the basketball realm and the basketball talk when everybody's out there pushing whatever they are and you just want to stay out of it if you're not in on that kick it's just just easy it's just easier to stay out of it i mean for me but the over undertaker will be back with another show hopefully the show finds its way to everybody it's a small show i'm on vacation i'm gonna kick my feet up so i will be back with the over undertaker podcast whenever i do it was fun it was small and it, it was an easy one so let me know i love you guys the over undertakers oucha and i will be back fantasy football don't burn me i'll be back i'm sure bubs p23 on instagram thank you everybody i love you guys love my fans Follow me. I will have an Over Undertaker page soon enough on wherever I find it necessary. I'll be on Twitter a little bit, posting it. I got my gear, so I'm ready to have my studio all set up. It'll be more fun when I got that out there. So let me know. Over Undertaker is out. Love you guys. Peace. Drake.
So we do it, how we do it All up in his face, man, I hate to put you